you are cordially invited to the manor in the woods, where an evening of discussion is being held by the O'Brien siblings. Catherine, the encyclopedia, Carolyn, the bookworm, Madeline, the wild card, and Mackenzie, the eclectic. Join them in the study where there will be talk of murder, robbery, deception, and conveniently cloaked figures. So get cozy, pour yourself a cuppa, and join us for mostly murder. But sometimes not. Uh, hello, and welcome to Mostly Murder, But Sometimes Not, a podcast about uh, mysteries, and uh, they're all fictional. And today I have my siblings, just like every other time. And who are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm Carrie. Katie. And I'm Mac. <laughs> Did I, I didn't hear Katie. I said I'm Katie, but I trailed off halfway because Carrie also said it at the same time. I always say it first. <laughs> I Why? think that's how we should do it. Everybody just say your name immediately. Immediately. We can all just yell it. It's more fun to interrupt people, so I'm I'm all for that. Excuse well, we do plenty me. of that. You yell at me every single time I do it, which is a lot. It's more fun to interrupt people when you're introducing yourself. It's rude to interrupt people when they're in the middle of a sentence. Can you tell okay. we're siblings? Truth bomb. <laughs> all right. Um, today we talked about Murdoch Mysteries. Or, well, we will talk about it. I feel like I have done that before, too. We're going to talk about Murdoch Mysteries, Season 9, Episode 9. It's called Raised on Robbery. And here's the synopsis. Well, I wrote it in pencil and pen, and I got very confused because <laughs> I read it at the start of the pen, and I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Murdoch goes to the bank on baby day to get a loan. While speaking with the bank manager, Mr. Mortimer, an alarm goes off. The door is locked and everyone is searched for the missing items. Murdoch, Inspector Brackenreed, and Constable Crabtree try to recreate the events that caused the alarm to go off. First accusing Mortimer before realizing that crime was much more complicated than they thought. Using an ice cube to delay the alarm and a whistle only babies can hear, a bank robber named Braxton almost got away with money printing plates. Murdoch figures out the plot in time to catch Braxton trying to smuggle out the plates, but Braxton's wife, Joanne Purley, aids him almost to escape. A fall and a shootout end their lives, leaving Roland, question mark, yes. their son, an orphan, uh, their son, an orphan. That's a period, not a comma. Murdoch and his wife, Julia, end the episode with a decision to adopt the baby. There's also a side plot where um, Inspector Brax, not Braxton, Inspector Bracken Reed um, is trying to keep up with the, uh, where did I read it? Uh, Sheffield Wednesday um, football game over in England um, through Telegram. <laughs> and they do. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> Do you know anything about the show, Maddie? What? Did you read anything about the show? Yeah, I did, but then I didn't write it down. Okay. I know you actually watch it, but well, um, I just my quite. I don't remember how long it's been on, and that was I was going to ask you. I think I saw season fifteen. The, I think Hulu had thirteen seasons on it. 
Yeah, and I think maybe they're still making them? They are. I know that for a fact. Yeah, Why? so I think maybe season 15 is coming out. We follow them on Twitter, in case you're wondering. Okay. Does that mean I <laughs> cannot that criticize? Is Twitter at Mostly Murder Pod. Um, so what did you guys think of it? I hate it. I hate well, it. We should it go so through much. our history. Really? Ugh. Maddie, have you ever seen it? Um, I have never seen any episode of this show, and I thought for a long time it was Midsummer Murders, and then I searched for it and I was like, wait a minute, number one, that's wrong, and number two, we've already done Midsummer Murders. So <laughs> I used to think a lot the same of, thing. I'd get what is confused. it with like M murder, you know, alliteration? That's so mostly ridiculous. And dial M for murder, hateful. midsummer murders. Just mostly murder. That's the it's just ridiculous. The worst. I know. Anyway, um, Carrie, have you seen this before? Um, I've seen a few episodes uh, just because it was picked up by the bunny ears at home uh, mm-hmm. because we're close to Canada. So I've seen a few episode and katana i feel like i've probably seen 20 to 30 episodes because like carrie said a it used to get we used to get it with the bunny ears actually we still do um but then once we got that computer program that connected to the cable and we could record things it's on every day and i would record it and then like it was like one of the shows i'd watch while i'd make dinner and eat dinner so like it's a great show for a background so it's great if you don't care yeah like i've seen a number of episodes um but i definitely have not seen all 15 seasons and i don't know everything what about you matt this is literally my first episode and i didn't even finish it the first time I watched it, because I watched it before we recorded Crack the Case, Miss, because communication's hard. So th- I had to watch this same episode twice, and Carrie, I get why you hate the show now. Thank you! In theory, Thank I you. should love this show. I need a bullet show. point list. Um, the anachronisms. Terrible. The That's part of the charm. No. No. I know. I know. Um, the main actor guy, who was also a producer, I mean, good for him, I'm glad he's employed. Bad. Yep. <laughs> his performance is so flat. I'm like, his reactions, he's never surprised, he's never confused, he's just, like, flat. Wooden! The entire time. Yes. Um, but wouldn't you say that's part of his character, though? Like, No. I know you haven't, I know you haven't seen a lot of episodes. But he is kind of like, I feel like he's coded to be almost, maybe not on the spectrum, but like, because he's so like smart with all of his blueprinty stuff. No, this this isn't him being bad. This isn't (laughs) a spectrum. This is, yeah, just wooden and poor acting because he cares about what other people think. He's, he's, you know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what to say about it because... This this man comes with all the spice of balsa wood. He's an old block, ain't he? Just, I don't know what accent that was. That was like, terrible. It's like the vanilla ice cream without the the bean. Like the you know how like the the only good vanilla ice cream is the kind that have like the little black specks. The, the pods, yeah. The yes. I would go further and say 
They are not the ice cream. They are the freezer burn on the ice cream. Oh, yes. no. I would go further to say he is flavorless jello. I'm so sorry. You guys, you. though. You guys, it's like it's like when you watch like a CSI or an NCIS where it's the same formulaic nonsense over and over. Plus, they have to add on the Victorian nonsense. Like, no. It's going to be that, wooden that's not sometimes. No, it is no. an excuse. This guy basically... He's just bad at his job. All of the other actors are fine, I guess, some of them. Honestly, if you took out the main male lead and you took out the main female lead and you told everybody to, like, kick it up a a few notches and you put people in there with actual chemistry, you might actually have a half-decent show. But when I, like, couldn't tell who that woman was until the very end of it when he introduced her as his wife. Yeah, so, I, that was kind of sad because you here's guys the didn't thing. know. I watched a whole episode of this. I don't know what her fucking job is because she's called doctor. into. Okay, she's a doctor. She's the pathologist. She, she's a pathologist. She's the person who handles the dead bodies. Okay, well, that was not clear. And also the babies well, in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> and also the inspector at the end of the episode. And <laughs> yeah, and she's dating the lead detective. She's like, married to the lead detective. There was a huge no... will there, won't they, for years. With the she's married ones. to the wooden man. She's married to the wooden man <laughs> who lives on Dray Lane. Married to the wooden man who married lives in a mechanical house of his own design. Oh my, God. <laughs> oh my gosh! You I guys... hate. I hate the anachronism so much. Can I, I tell you about? <laughs> no, the automatic doors, the thing where it's like, oh, he just invented Legos. And then, like, the one guy who's like, I guess I'm a sports announcer now. I'm really good at it, you know, because I'm reading a telegraph. And then he's like, oh, then there's going to be a, a dishwashing cupboard. And it's like, I know that was, like, a thing, but probably not here. And he definitely didn't invent it. I'm fine with anachronisms if they are either, A, used to emphasize some aspect of the world that we live in, or B, if they display the invention in a new or creative way. Like, fucking, there's a fun way to do sports announcers and commentary in the Victorian era. This wasn't it. There was no purpose behind it. There was no, if they'd gotten a little, the only time when I was like, okay, I can kind of see it is when everybody just like gets jazzed about some dude reading off of a, like a Morse code. And I'm just kind of like, okay, I get that. The only way that they can make this pay off, though, is if they have a riot in the police station at the end of the episode. That would y'all be funny, are real spicy about it. this. I hate, I hate this. <laughs> it's I love bad. this, but I understand your frustration. But can I tell you my theory? Because <laughs> no. I'm not okay. joking. No, let's. No. Every episode is like this. He either invents something to solve the case. He uses some weird invention. And even the B-plots always have, like, Crabtree accidentally invents... He accidentally writes a ghost story that gets really popular or whatever. Like, so the fact that he... And then they... I like it because they're in on the joke. Because one of the lines that Crabtree says is, like, we're just adding some color to the commentary. Like, hello. it's That's what sports radio is, is color commentary on the game. Well, yeah. I like, mean, that I also... think that's funny. Isn't funny. I think it's funny. But... <laughs> The other thing is my theory. The writers don't do research. They just write these mysteries and cases the way they would write a modern one. And here's my 
reason why I think this. Because they will write something that literally could not have been solved by the Victorians. Like, I'm currently reading a book about the forensics of Agatha Christie, which is about 30 years after this, and it's not that... Like, they still don't have most of the technology that's used to solve crime now. But... Like the one I watched an episode where they were trying to find a bullet in a field and Murdoch basically invented a metal detector that literally looked like a steampunk metal detector. Like one of the main uh, synopses. So I did read a couple of synopses about the show. One of them mentioned fingerprinting and DNA analysis. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure was not a thing. No, they did not know anything about DNA. I think it was like Murdoch had a theory that everyone had their own special chemi- chemical chemistry, like makeup. They did have fingerprinting. That was like one of the first things. And the, except they call them, they call them finger marks, which always right. When I'm I'm fine with them using fingerprinting, whatever. But DNA, you okay. can't no. just be like that. That, that episode, was... I'm just picturing him being like, I've suddenly discovered something, and he brings them into a room, and there's just like a big brass machine that he just like puts a gerbil on a wheel. Some like arcs of electricity come out, and the printer he also invented is just on the other side giving you different results. Mac, when I tell you that probably has happened, I'm not lying. He invented a rocket ship one time. Or like he tried to backwards invent, reverse engineer a rocket ship. It didn't work. Now I'm really <laughs> not questioning why you guys were questioning why there are 15 seasons of this show. Yeah, I think because Canada is very cold and they have nothing to do. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. Put all the Canadians Can actually, on blast. I do want to, I forgot I wanted to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. This is a pre-apology, I guess a post-apology to Canada because we are going to rip this show apart. We already have. I yeah. enjoy the show and I They do owe us an apology for sending it. The yeah. anachronisms, I used to like them and oh, then sorry. I hated them for a while. And then rewatching this episode, I was like, okay, this is funny. No. It's terrible. It's absolutely yeah. terrible. When he, when he brought out the Legos, I was like, no. But then I started They're laughing. And they interlock so they don't fall apart. I think I literally walked away while that was happening because I <laughs> barely remember that. Well, when he was like, he was talking about wooden dowels, and because like he was like he recreated the bank scene like out of like a wooden plank and dowels and holes, and then one of the um, inspector like the cop people like held up two bricks that were like stuck together with four wooden dowels on the corners, and I was like, you motherfucker, yeah, I hated it. It wasn't really. I mean, it was kind of Legos. It was more like this show needed some dowel removal. Am I right? Uh, uh... I don't even know. Uh, I mean, I even had us getting angry, Katie. Uh, Us getting angry. This is some irritable dowel syndrome. Uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) My theory is the writers try to write to the period, but then they're like, "We have 15 seasons to fill. We'll just like write what's interesting, and then they have to reverse engineer how Murdoch would solve things with the technology he has in like what is what is this like 1900 ish? I I want to say ish. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie. Well, yeah, there's a, I had no really, I had no reaction to it. It was like, like you said, very bland. I think the whole show, at least this one, I can't really judge on every single episode, but this show was the plain jello. Yeah. I just didn't really pay attention to it. 
and I didn't feel anything. I had the absence of feeling while watching this show. I think that's why it's such a great show for a background, though. Because, why like, you, you couldn't. Want that? You could you look watch... up and be like, well, okay, right now I'm using CSI as a background show. And but that makes of... you feel like any feeling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> why okay, would but... you put on, like, the blankest, most boring, flat, I mean, irritating to me in Mackenzie's show? When, like, there are so many good things out there. Like, you could even put on, like, reruns of you know, New Girl. You know podcasts Because I've watched exist, New Girl, right? like, 400 times. There's thousands of podcasts. Any, yes. any like, completely inexperienced person can make them. Yes. You know, I don't You know that just anybody now. can make these? You know <laughs> that anybody with just absolutely nothing of relevance to say and spare time can make a podcast? <laughs> okay, that's enough. Uh, like, yes, just, like, why would you? Why would you choose this when there is so much? Because else I out like there? it. Because I'm not saying I watch it now. I haven't watched it in years. But when I did watch it, it was always really because I think part of me wanted to see what they would come up with next. Because you guys, there are times where Murdoch accidentally meets like Churchill when he's like a young lad, or there's one guy who thought he was Sherlock Holmes. I'm pretty sure he's definitely met Tesla and Edison. It's like there a whole was... thing. Wait, what? Yeah. That doesn't make sense with the Let timeline. Maddie, nothing makes sense with the timeline. <laughs> there was like... No. I do I remember scrolling... Churchill. Sorry. When he invents a rocket in <laughs> When I was scrolling through the episodes, <laughs> I <laughs> something about Mark Twain. And I was like, why would Mark Twain, like, king of the south like mississippi riverboat captain ever go up to wherever they are like there's Toronto. no reason there there's isn't no that's reason. why it's funny why I is winston it. churchill there as a young lad because who knows he's exploring the world i mean oh, it is churchill Canada. was the young lad not in the yeah there's i meets... thought you meant that murdoch was the young lad to churchill and no, i was no, like no, no, that no, is no. just egregious <laughs> no. oh like he meets the Legos weren't egregious. Like the automatic <laughs> house wasn't egregious. Like apparently a metal detector, a rocket, you know, and he DNA could make testing. all those up. He could I, make all those up, but he could not make up Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. That's true. No, Winston when Churchill shows lad. up as a yeah. young lad, and I, I can't remember if he's accused of murder or he tries to help solve a murder, but it's one of those two things. It's, it could be both. I, Officer Crabtree, I've just in, in, invented a wonderful block-like device. You just keep reaming this peep, piece of paper and a news feed the written by a mouse inside of the block will just keep showing up <laughs> and make you more and more depressed about the world. Oh. He would one where he invented the glue, the lu luminol, basically, for blood, which well. I remember. My favorite thing, though, actually, that's not my favorite. One thing I really like about Murdoch Mysteries is he barely ever reuses a device. So it's so obvious that it is reverse engineered for that specific episode's like plot because then it never comes up again. He invents yeah. a metal detector and he never uses it again. Like very yeah. rarely will something come back and like be used, which That's... I think is very funny. Does that baby come back? <laughs> yeah, so I totally forgot this is the episode where they legitimately adopt the baby, but they had been talking about kids for a while. They, I remember because there was like the whole will they won't they and then they got married. I didn't really watch that part, 
And then they and they, they were, were talking like, about it's much less exciting now. How oh, do the... I bring any interest into this <laughs> no, show <laughs> at all? Oh, you're the telling me they didn't show you tension is gone. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me they didn't show you the like the hot, you know, just sort of like these two unflavored bowls of oatmeal coming together as one. <laughs> Guys, I get it off, but Julia was not in her best in this episode, and I'm sad because I do actually love that she is a powerful woman who's a pathologist in a time when women weren't usually allowed to do those things. Well, How can what? she do that when she's an amorphous blob of personality? She's not. You guys <laughs> Bring don't back the amorphous it. blob. Can you I actually... I have another question because I think part of it, how much Canadian television are you guys actually watching in terms of original programming? Red green. I've seen some. There was like that guy some that looked like that author I liked. I watched a lot of that. The listener? Does, yeah. Does red green solve a mystery? I think that there's a different A, I know they don't have the budgets that we have in the States at all for anyone. Oh, oh, you don't I say? actually have heard. Oh, I've heard. Else? I think Continuum was a Canadian show. I like that. And I don't think I want to count sitcoms because I've we've watched like Letterkenny and Kim's Convenience and Working Moms and like those are great. But I do think TV the up. guy who played Johnson, the guy who was reading the Telegraph originally, Jackson, Jackson, he had moved to L.A. and I've heard him on different podcasts. Like he's been on Comedy Bang Bang and stuff. I knew he looked familiar to me. Yeah, so he's been in things you. He's in the Umbrella Academy, I think. I think it might be someone oh. else. He's been I don't in... think that's him. No. That might be the guy who played um Ed not Ed Gein. Maybe Ed Oh Gein. no. Yeah. The guy no, in Mindhunter. Yeah. But that's not it's Christian Ed Gein? Braun. The human the... furniture guy? No, no. The Ed Kemper. Belt. What? I'm mixing up my Didn't guys. Ed Gein have a nipple belt? Ed Gein had a nipple belt, but I think I'm thinking of Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper? Yes. Yeah. The guy who plays Ed Kemper in Mindhunter is in the Umbrella Academy show. As I think Which is not this guy. Hazel? Is something Hazel, I think it is Hazel. Yeah. He's one of the police like adjacent the, yeah, people. The time assassin. Space police. Okay, then I'm mixing <laughs> I'm mixing up my dudes. Yeah, but Jack Jackson did look familiar to me. I know I've seen him and stuff. But not that stuff. Not that <laughs> <laughs> and not either of those. <laughs> yeah, and none of the things mentioned, but I know he's got to be in something else. Ugh. I anyway. Think, yeah. Anyway, the point is, he has talked about being on the show, and he was like, it's kind of beloved in Canada the same way that, like, like shows that have been going on for forever, like Law & Order are. They don't quite have the passionate, like, fan base. But it's just, like, it's something that's just, like, on and part of Canada and he's he has i i don't know if he's explicitly like t- said but he's kind of mentioned like obviously the budgets aren't the same the pay is not the same the goal of a lot of the actors is to leave <laughs> and get work in hollywood but it's like part of the charm is the like i think part of the charm is the blandness but he didn't really want to like say that all right great good for canada good. i don't want to watch it yeah no cool. okay do we want to talk about the mystery at all yeah, let's do it. Okay. Did you guys know you can make baby whistles that hurt children? Yeah, it's like, here's essentially a dog whistle, because all babies are really just dogs. 
I hated that, that so much. That, that was and really then we'll weird. make it look like a clown because we haven't made it terrifying Can enough. Can I tell you? I know I'm not allowed to look stuff up and I didn't look up anything about the show. But I looked up two things. Number one, the scientist that he talks about, the auditory thing, uh-huh. yeah. who had done studies, is a real person who really did stuff. His stuff was mostly smell-based, but he also did like hearing-based stuff. And he did discover that babies can hear different pitches that we lose when we grow, which is partly one of the theories why babies can see ghosts. I feel like that's not a reason to make it good. I feel like that is just another way the show is bad (laughs) because it's forcing in this random fact. Like, you can just have a baby dog whistle, but don't be like... (laughs) Oh well, I am a scientist, so I I put this person's name like I know them. Yeah, I found it very funny every time the babies. It it does it does imply an unseen moment where two criminals are reading like a scientific journal from a few years back and being like, "Hey, you know that thing we were reading about high pitch frequencies and the differences between like age related hearing ranges." Yeah, in what world would these two, uh, you know, two hoodlums... A bank robber and a Canadian criminal. ...know about that, you know? How would they know that? I don't know. How would they craft the whistle to do that? And why would they they make a clown on it? I bet they, like, stole it from someone else. Also, do you think the... I guess, is it a thing that distilled water is not an insulator, but water that has minerals in it is an insulator? Or not insulator? I think think so. I thought it was the other way around. Distilled water is an insulator and water... Right, and the other one is is a conductor. Yes, I couldn't think of that word. Which also, I do think the alarm itself is an anachronism. Yeah. Like, did they have alarms like that back then? Probably not. In the Katie? 1900s? Yeah, no. That would also not... lock the doors automatically? No. Okay, I thought it was like early 1900s because they did have cars. Too fancy. They were just basically probably wiring houses with electricity, period. Although I guess they had the bell. You know, like when you push the button and it calls your servant? Yeah, I mean, like you could do that, but I don't think like the automatic door locking and the... Thing with the two keys and if like they don't both turn and the alarm goes off like i don't think that's a thing yeah that seems way too complicated also yeah. i just googled it the distilled water insulated water thing uh, that checks out wow did you guys that was the only thing that i got excited about mystery wise is figuring out the water the block and as of soon ice. as he put the paper in i was like it reminds me of um crack the case it does like a man a man uh here's an alarm but nothing is taken there is a puddle of water on the floor yeah i thought who was was the man i thought it was interesting that the uh inspector guy knew that water conducts electricity and that the thing should still ring even with ice there he knew that yeah yeah i was like this is it's it's um, it's hinting at like two learned minds 
discussing the scientific <laughs> discoveries of the day, and I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. Also, how does he know that? Like, in his character, like, does he study things because right. he Which wants one? to know Crab them? Tree? Like, is that part of his character? Or is it just like... Uh, a wannabe like Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. Which one? The young Crabtree or Breckenridge the mustache guy? Murdoch. Or that. (sighs) That is not part of his character, if I recall correctly. He's definitely more of the like meat, potatoes, Sheffield Wednesday guy. So I don't find him as someone who would read scientific journals. Oh, Murdoch would would definitely read scientific journals. No. Maddie, he invented a rocket. Oh, I did not say that. He reverse me. engineered a rocket that crash landed. And guess what? It did actually crash land on Earth, but it was just from very short distance away. Maddie, he invented a rocket and also lasers. And he wrote the plot for Smart House. <laughs> I know. As soon as he put all those blueprints out. Maddie, like, he invented Victorian Dance Dance Revolution and still holds a high score. <laughs> <laughs> was that... A joke? No. Uh, yes. Based I, on something in the show? I can't promise that never happened, but I it don't think so it so bland, I don't remember it. <laughs> Wait, hold up. No, I'd forgive the show if they did that, because I want to see what kind of fucking moves this guy could have. Okay. Nothing. I want to see him be bad, like, be very bad at moves. Yeah. The, yeah. Let's get back to the mystery. Because, like... Because you're tired of us trashing the show. I'm tired of defending it when I don't even like it all that much. (laughs) But I feel like I have to. Maybe you shouldn't defend it. All right. So I don't like the the delivery of it, but I do have to say I felt some empathy and feeling towards John Mortimer. If not just because the main inspector does accuse him even though he's innocent. And B... He does say the word, yeah. I never told a soul, not even my dog. One, he has a dog. Aww. Two, he talks to his dog. He oh, regards his that... dog as somebody who would tell yeah, anything. Yeah, totally. That's the only time I um, almost felt a feeling <laughs> was for that man. Yeah. Even the little babies didn't make you feel anything? No. No. <laughs> Their main purpose was just to cry and be annoying. It was annoying Literally, at first and then that's... it got funny. That's the purpose in the plot. Literally, they're there to cry. But yeah, I also felt for that guy because he was, um, I I feel like he would have been anti-work, you know? I feel like he is part of, like, one of those stories, I worked for this company for 18 years and then uh, I grew up at this company and oh, then yeah. the company, like, accuses them yeah. Uh, of stealing and ruin their life because you shouldn't ever love a company. You should love your life yeah. and work yeah. to live. Yeah, my co- I worked for my company for eight years and then they accused me of robbery. On the same day, I had to deal with dozens of shrieking babies. Yeah. The same day I was being robbed. I do feel bad because like, he was just doing what he thought the bank branch wanted like those two fake letters like and he had to deal with murdoch's first bullshit invention of the day yeah this was a very well planned robbery to be honest yeah they get they they advertise they send the fake letter for the baby day and they send the fake letter for the delivery of the chairs the chairs have the special things in them with the bank plates 
they know that they have to get in twice. So first they get in. What is it? They can we lay out like what happened actually? May I? No. I feel like that would be boring to talk about. Mac, do it quick. Speed run. Okay, so first, the guy breaks into the bank, goes downstairs, says, Hey, lady, blow this whistle when I tell you to. He blows the whistle right as he breaks into the bank the first time. Babies cry, hide the first alarm. He then inserts the block of ice, takes the uh, plates, puts it into his bag, closes the bank door again. Is that when he takes the money and hides it too? He also takes the money and hides it too, but like because the alarm has already been covered up. Uh, so, uh, after that, the alarm is now shut off, but about to ring again when the ice melts. So now he has a little bit of time. He hides the money. He takes the plates back upstairs. He goes into his loan appointment. Ice melts. Boom. Alarm goes off while he is in the presence of a witness. At that time, the inspector and the bank manager go downstairs and find some money missing, which is just a diversion for him to have the plates. Now, they've also planned out that, like, they're going to lock down the building while we're in here. So we need to find a way to make it so that the plates aren't found on us when we're searched. So he puts it into the chair, planning to come back for it later. Uh, Then uh, you see everything that happens later. Everything is searched. Nobody finds anything. They find the money later. Uh, The bank manager is accused for it. And by sheer coincidence... And then they come back a different day. By sheer coincidence, Braxton is, like, also a fan of the same team. So he's like, oh, the detective inspector is over here focusing on this game. I'm going to go down to the bank, finish my robbery, and get away by stealing a car with... There wasn't room for the baby in that car. Nah, they could have just carried it. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Um, But anyway. I feel like that is actually a very good plan in the world of Murdoch. Can I say something? Carrie, go ahead. Of course. It made no sense for them to leave the money in like a an easily discovered place. They probably could have hid it in the chair. And then the cops would never have known that the money wasn't the main objective. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But the, but the plates would I still feel like be missing. that's like a yeah, very plates. it was complicated. Yeah. Well, like, I mean why would they ever think to use babies to cover up the sound of a bell an alarm right it's like an well, alarm bell. what else would you use that you i was could gonna say it's in, like it's an interesting kind of way to put events together to create a rob like a fictional robbery in the story would it ever happen never today no. and never in the 1900s for <laughs> sure there's yeah, no the 19- way how realistically that there would be so many babies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Real, realistically, also, you could just be like, it, it would have been, it wouldn't be, ah, all I can hear are babies. It's, ah, my ears hurt because it's both babies and the intruder alarm. Yeah. I don't know. When have you ever missed a sound because a baby was crying? I don't know, but it was foolish. I think a bunch of babies crying would cover up an alarm, especially an alarm that might not have been that great to begin with. Yeah. You know the plan for like somebody in the 1900s would be for robbing a bank? Point gun, get money. <laughs> or if you're Adam Worth, set up a fake business directly next to the Boylston National Bank uh, and then drill in through the basement at night when nobody's there. Adam but Maddie, Worth? pointing a gun and getting money is dangerous. And there... They have a baby there. 
So they're trying to do this without ever being Leave caught or your baby known. home. Get a babysitter. They need I, a baby a to make it work person, because she needs no, a No, I'm saying to be like there. in reality back in those days that would be the only plan to rob a bank. They wouldn't be like I'm going to bring in a chorus of babies and I'm going to put this <laughs> ice cube in between the alarm so it won't go okay. off Matt? until I have an alibi. They'd be hey. like I'm robbing a bank, point gun, give me. Are you how did they get, get how did they get the combination to the safe? Um he broke Technically wow. if he had the block if he had the block of ice, he might have had time to like crack the case. Well no, the uh-huh. point was he he cracked it and then the first time and then he he I think he blew the whistle from down there. I don't think she blew the whistle. Okay, yeah, that might. So make he was like, sense. "I'm about to crack open the safe." Then why did it need to be a oh, clown no, 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 whistle? No. Yeah, so <laughs> I lied. He 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 broke open the cage, and then the alarm started going off, and then the baby started crying. So then he put the ice in right away. So now with the ice, he's got plenty of time to crack the safe. Okay. And steal the money. Oh yeah, so, so he would have cracked it. It just took him a bit longer. It wasn't required for him to know the combination. Correct. Yeah, but anyway, still, this was something that would never happen, except in something like Crack the Case. Well, my question to Mac is, would someone like Adam Worth ever do anything like this? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Okay. The leverage people would. I just feel like money plates are different than money, because then... He oh, said, Adam Worth right? would absolutely go after, like, money printing plates. That would be a kind of thing that he'd go after. He wouldn't use babies and ice. He and used gun. Whistle. He no, used he did gun. not use gun. He did not use gun. <laughs> the baby diversion. He used digging. He used drill. He used befriending a postmaster general so he could copy his keys. He and used drill. He used, and he used big tough guy who could lift him to the second floor. <laughs> what? Okay. Jack Junka Phillips. That was how he got into the gallery and stole the uh, Duchess of Devonshire. I don't know any of this. Wow. Sorry. This is I, a another made up thing. I don't think so. What? No, I. It, it's a whole book. Never mind. I just geek out about a specific Victorian thief just because I read a whole book about him, and I really want somebody to make a movie about him. Yeah, yell about it. Adam. No, uh, they haven't made a movie about him. They have had made a movie with him in it, but it was a comedy. It was pretty much fictional, and he was played by Michael Caine. Why don't you make one, Matt? Michael Caine. Wait a minute. I wanna. Wait a minute. Yes, Kate? Yes, Kate? No, keep talking. I think I remember something. So anyway, long story short, if he wanted to get this thing done, he'd probably just befriend John Mortimer to the point where he could steal and copy the key and then make a copy and then just have somebody help him in the middle of the day. Yeah. He wouldn't do the baby diversion and ice delay. He, he might do the he might do the hollow furniture, but that's just that's, that's That was fun. interesting. That's I just smuggling. I definitely suspected the delivery guy because I thought he was supposed to be done with his deliveries cuz he got the receipt signed and then he was wandering around still carrying yeah. a chair. And yeah. I was like, are you supposed to be gone? He did the, the he did the 
the police procedural thing where he just continues unloading crates and furniture while he's being questioned for this crime. And I'm just kind of like, that is such a freaking cliche for somebody to be like, oh, uh, Tommy Ventruza, he came by here a few days ago, you know. Uh, kind of acting a little bit sketchy. Not as sketchy as his friend, though, and it's just kind of like, you're being questioned, yeah. sir. He has 12 deliveries a day. He has no time to lollygag with a detective. I always had that question when I watched these shows, like, people can just decide when they're done talking to the police and walk away. Yes. And then it happens, and then the police all have to be like, ugh. I mean, unless they're arrested. Oh, they stop talking to us. And even then, they can get a lawyer. Yeah, that's true. Which you always should. Yes. Um. Okay. So mystery. We all agree it's horrible, and we hated it. I Um, agree that it was smart for this TV show, but in real life, this wouldn't happen. Um. So you guys, there was a lot of things we had to figure out. What's your notes? (laughs) My goats. I'll go first. Um, baby day is a ridiculous idea. <laughs> uh, I definitely thought it was the delivery guy. When that one cop was like, jumping on, I'll search the mothers. I was like, you are a gross man. And I oh, don't yeah. like you. Oh, yeah. I hated that. <laughs> um, the denominations of money, it was different. And I thought that was fun. He's like, the four twos and ones. It's like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew that the plates were in the chair How? because I thought we cut. Well, I thought it was the delivery guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and he he literally was just like wandering around in this bank with a random chair after he had already delivered, like gotten his thing signed. Um, I really, really hated the anachronisms. Obviously, the way to get a loan is not to arrest the bank manager. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> It didn't make, like, I guess he thought he would have gotten away, but the guy, when he left the match before it was over, like, the little telegram sports announcing match thing in the police station, like, he left before it was done, and if he wanted to maintain innocence, that was a bad way to do it. Um, Yeah. I wrote, this is ridiculous, this is so stupid, so they're just going to take in a random baby like a stray. The orphanage lady had, like, that hardcore gray wig, but she looked like she was 25. I had the same thought. I was like, that person looks so young, but also I wanted to be like, yes, queen, you wear your gray. Yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't have been a choice back then. It would not. Well, I mean, you could dye it with, like, shoe polish. Yeah, Poirot used mm. shoe polish for his mustache. Uh, yeah. That like, seem I don't edible. Think it, it wouldn't have been it's as not. hardcore gray. Like, I am in my 30s, and I've got, like, a streak. But hers was, like, full-on gray everywhere. Yeah, so, I mean, she, it was kind of silly. Well, if, if, if popular culture has taught me anything, half of, like, the school matrons are either cruel cruel women or whimsical ladies who will teach children the power of the magic inside <laughs> okay so you think she yeah. was supposed to be a cruel cruel lady or a whimsical school mom who will teach the children the power of the she magic. did have miss minchin vibes a little bit 
little I bit. did think that, but I was like, they probably just wanted her to be older, and instead they were like, put gray hair on lady, make old. <laughs> they were like, oh, this <laughs> yes, is the person we exactly. cast. Yeah. Like, on the uh, day. Yeah. <laughs> they just okay. brought anyone in from off the street. Yeah, they were like, okay, we're gonna yep. cast this. We need one more woman. That's how they got Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like another was- thing where they didn't try. Yep. Okay. Um, is that sad. the end of your notes, Carrie? It is the end of my notes. Katie, what you got? Um, I did forget how like so weird fake steampunk the titles are. <laughs> like, yeah, that was. Weird. I feel like this show really takes. It's not steampunk, but the inventions they try to make look like it, and I think they're trying to be cool, and it doesn't work. That intro fucking slaps. I thought it was steampunk. I was like, is this a steampunk mystery show? Yeah, it sounds like it because it's like, bunk, 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 like, and it's there's like clinking and like pipes and like machine parts. Yeah. And top yeah, hats. And they did that one thing where they have the like, it, you see his face, but then it like moves and you see it in profile and then like moves. Yeah. Like it, like, if like I bond. had never seen the show, like Maddie, I would think it's a steampunk mystery show. I thought it was. Like she did. And then yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, this is just, wait. Then my second surprise was, they're not speaking in British accents. Because I <laughs> did not know this was Canadian. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. I did second, used to get this mixed up, mixed up with um, Midsummer too. Before I watched either show, I, I would always get them confused with the other. Hmm. I also don't know where they shoot this. Because everything is so clean. Like... And maybe we're just used to, like, 1900s things being, like, dirty and gross because we watch, like, weird shit. But every the streets were clean. The buildings were clean. Their clothes were clean. Everything was clean. And it just, like, weirded me out somehow. And I was like, maybe they don't have the budget to, like, dirty everything up. It's a fantasy world. Clean it's it again? very off-putting. Yes. You know yeah. what I think it is? Like, it okay. doesn't feel real. Can I jump one of my notes into this? Absolutely. Yeah. It very much has like a like an obvious set dressing type situation where it's just sort of like they had so much space and not enough stuff to fill it in with like just the just the front of the bank is kind of like this is what we had to clutter up the streets with <laughs> I saw props there that you could have made 10 years ago it felt like a theater set exactly yes like it felt like they were like we're gonna have this person doing busy work with a cart and this person's gonna be like flying around it felt like okay guys we can see the fakeness okay guys we only have this set for today so just make sure you can get everything in and out in an hour yeah 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 i you can that that it's i think one of the things i subconsciously disliked about the show is that like you can just read fake out of them. Yeah, I actually, this is a weird tangent to take it on, but I I just watched an analysis of the difference between like Alan Moore's work in in comics and just like all the people that copied off of him. And one of the differences in like Alan Moore put a lot of detail into like the backgrounds of stuff just to establish parts of like in the killing joke, when you're in Gordon's apartment, you don't notice it, but one of his cabinets is just like a full like head to toe liquor cabinet. And that just lets you know, Oh, Gordon has alcohol problems. And in all the people that just like mock, all the people that are trying to like get Alan Moore success just kind of like put, oh, the dresser is square. It's just a normal dresser with nothing. <laughs> they have a bedroom. It. 
they with don't fill out the space. Some walls. I found There's the nothing. same. I'm really upset that I can't remember the name of the artist, but I read uh, the Reckless series that I believe Ed Brubaker has written, and the yeah. world in those is really fleshed out. And I think you're right that mid or not Midsummer, <laughs> Murdoch Mysteries, is not a fleshed out world. Somehow, it does feel like watching a stage play, where there's like some set dressing, but not too much because they have to move it around. This might just have been the limitation of what outfits people could have back then, but the lady bank robber wore the same clothes the whole time. I think it's because we only saw her in her overcoat, technically. And the hat. And the hat. But Also, I feel like in anything else, she would have changed clothes. Yeah, I feel probably. like they had like one costume for this one actress, and they're like, okay. They probably this is honestly what you wear as a person. We don't we don't want our audience to get confused with a lady who wears two outfits. Yeah, exactly. We might forget who she is. This all I feel like contributed to the feeling of like it was almost like there isn't a fourth wall there. You know? Like it felt Ooh. you could tell that it was fake, so you didn't believe it. Yeah. Interesting. Like you could you could see them calling cut and then just somebody walking in and picking up like a giant vase and walking off screen with it. That's why you don't care about it. Yeah. Because you don't believe it. That's too it's clean. impermanent. That's so anyway, interesting. Uh, what else do you have got, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I took that a little bit. Uh, that's time. okay. In the beginning when she's struggling up the stairs, that's a real baby in that carriage. And I did not appreciate that because that's dangerous. Yeah, that's like a... Um, that's like that's the moment, moment to use a doll. You use a fake baby. I was going to say um, a stunt double, and then I was like, "Wait, that would also be a baby." <laughs> There's this one baby who she's like really good at somersaults. There's one very man. durable baby. No, we have a grown man whose full body is hidden in the underside of the basket, and it's just his face sticking out. Oh of no! I hate. I hate it. That is amazing. Uh, sorry about this. You know, no, that reminds me of that stunt baby roll I gotta do. <laughs> that reminds me of that guy oh, in a. Oh yeah, that's good smokes. I'm really yeah. sad when the in Order of the Phoenix when they leave the Department of Mysteries and they go through all the different rooms. Do you remember the guy who fell into the time jar bubble? The bell jar. And, yeah, he fell in and his head turned into a baby, but then he stood back up, so it's a baby head with a man body. Yeah, and he was There's like, never in the movies. I hate it. It was really yeah, disappointing. I'm gonna hit you. Um, I do like Murdoch's draft tube, even though it also felt anachronistic. I know it's not. I've seen old school draft tubes. Um, Mac, did you look up how much thirty thousand dollars Canadian was? Looking it up now. Let's say Wait, it's nineteen hundred. I want to say this show is actually Edwardian, like nineteen hundred to nineteen ten. I just bought something from Canada. If the conversion rate is similar, it's like two dollars is a is three thirty in Canada. So thirty thousand Canadian dollars in nineteen ten would be about fifty thousand American dollars in the I don't know. Anyway, it'd be a lot of money. Yeah. That was stolen. Uh nine hundred and ninety-five thousand seven hundred and twenty-one dollars. Still a lot of money. So almost a million dollars that was just shoved in this grate. That sounds insane. Okay. Um, I didn't like that they talked about the robbery just in the middle of the lobby in front of everyone. 
yeah. <laughs> when they first got upstairs. Um, like, let's lay out <laughs> our plan in front of the potential burglars. We have had a slight robbery. Can I tell you <laughs> what I thought happened when we saw the water? I thought that a woman had a water bra and that she had then let the water out and put the plates in so that she that would, would still look the same. That would be a very large bra. Right? Like, well, <laughs> I have... I, have I don't know what... <laughs> large square boobs? I don't know. It's, instead of, like, Madonna's cone bra, it's, like, a giant a square. square. Or, like, maybe a woman Genetically, was... my family's up boobs all over. There was like a... <laughs> there was a pregnant Spons woman there, grandma. too. So I thought maybe it was a woman who had a fake water stomach to pretend to be pregnant. And then she could let some water out to put the plates in. Why would you need to? Oh, I totally did think about like a plate being like under a belly. Yeah, under a belly. Or obviously, I thought maybe it was in Roland's thing because all the whatever he dropped that clunked around when the baby, like when Julia was talking to the woman with Roland right there, like you heard metal clinking, and I was like, "Uh." yeah, they totally could have like had a false bottom to the pram. To the yeah, exactly. So. And you don't have to come back for it, and you're away scot-free. Exactly. You thought of, like, all of this, like, incredible plan, and then make the most foolish decisions. Right. Um, When they were searching the one guy, and he was like, um, empty your, or pull out your pockets and then pull up your pants. Yeah, I was, was like, like, are they trying to see his junk? I was dog? like, he's literally just looking at his junk. Yeah. I mean, I know they're looking for, like, contraband. Let me see you pull that tight up against yourself. (laughs) Literally, it was like, I just need to see your balls, please, and thank you. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Sir, rearrange your pants to the point where I can see if you're circumcised. Excuse me, I gotta see the groins. (laughs) Sir, I gotta get the groins. Um, I really enjoyed slash didn't enjoy Murdoch's concerned commercial break face. Because he made a very concerned face at one point, and it was quite obvious they were like about to go to commercial. Fake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's just it did feel fake. Um, I wrote the word he in quotes. Come on, and I don't know why. He. Come maybe on. they just kept calling about. Maybe they just. They were. They kept calling the robber a he, and it could very well have been one of the ladies. Oh yeah, I was like, they kept oh saying yeah, he, and I was like, the place was full of women and prams and babies. I did the think baby that That's what the water on the safe floor was. I forgot that when Murdoch is solving the crime, he's always like a ghost walk through the scene. And he's always like walking through the, his mind palace thing. And it, it's really kind of That was really annoying. random. And I did but not But it like also it. does feel fake. It was I like so unnecessary. Seeing just the like, crime. Yeah. He just, like, I like walks. seeing the crimes happen, but I don't like that he's there. Yeah. He walks like two steps and then is like, oh, that guy put plates under a chair. Done. Like, and he looks exactly the same as everybody else in the scene. Like, they don't differentiate that he's not real (laughs) at all. He's not actually there. Yeah. 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 I was confused by a couple of times. Yeah. Um, It's weird that the bank just let them drill a hole in the wall and then stick a spyglass in it. For the people. People. Mesa people. And then, um, it was the end of it felt very unnecessary, and I feel like it's an Untouchables reference, which I've never seen. But I know at one point in the Untouchables, there's a bank robbery, robbery, and there's a baby in a in a pram that falls down the stairs of this bank. And I feel like that might be why they were doing the whole like 
he she falls down and then he gets out to help her and then he sh- shoots the p- cop and then he gets shot but Drama. this really dramatic ending where two people die felt totally dis like connected to the rest of the episode yeah. am i yeah. wrong when, for yeah. sure no when she like when her heel like goes over the thing and then the they everyone just like whips out guns and then and then it's just like shoot shoot dead it was weird. Yeah. It's all in slow motion. Yes. And it wasn't like shoot at. It was like <laughs> slow motion. The detective's been shot. He just kind of like stands up and the de- and the robber's like, well, I fired my bullet. Your turn. <laughs> yeah. It felt like even the, I don't know why, even though Brackenreen had been shot, it didn't feel like he was still in danger. So him shooting the bank robber felt unnecessary yeah even though the bank robber had literally just shot him yeah i don't know like it was yeah. it, it did feel like just arrest him that you, you don't need to kill him yeah it just i, I think it's because we don't have to care about bracken that we like i don't okay he got yeah. shot and then um the baby is very cute and i had totally forgotten because at some point when I was watching the show, obviously I would miss episodes that I'd forget to record or the antenna wouldn't be working or whatever. And so at one point they just had a baby and I didn't know why. <laughs> and yeah, so no. now, now I know. I knew that they had adopted the baby. I cannot remember. In the I, blandest way. I know. Oh, it was just that like, was like the blandest way of adopting somebody. Your They're parents like, were oh, well, here's a baby. And the parents are both dead. And uh, this yeah, I know. The the orphaned person was also like, uh, oh, you want to keep that baby? Okay. Uh, I think that's I'll kind of how it was bit. back then. Remember, people could just be wards, and you're like, I have too many kids. I'm just going to send my kids somewhere else. It Thank was just like a God. thing. Thank God we could adopt, honey. We don't have enough chemistry for sex. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Mac, I Not think it was a very accident. painful thing in the show that they couldn't have kids together. Oh, no. I think. I'm pr- I cannot verify that but i feel like i remember that happening i could be totally wrong yeah no oh no i'll be the asshole <laughs> for okay. this uh, specific am i scenario. the asshole i hate the show katie aita that's the end of my notes okay maddie what are your notes wait mac hasn't done mac his. and then oh because maddie's hosting no, no he i just shared interrupted a couple... everybody a lot <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry mac all right, let me read from my two sets of notes oh, I had to make. Oh. What there are my D and D? All right. <clears throat> <laughs> One, the pace is about a third too slow. Two, John Mortimer had no motive, and I felt genuinely bad that he got accused by Detective Murdoch. Uh, three, um, when Murdoch figured out like. When when Maggie, when Murdoch figured out that the babies were the ones that drowned out the first alarm, he said, "Not if the alarm was drowned out." So zoom to eyes, flashback, and I'm just kind of like, this is badly yeah, is. edited too. Just in general, it's got yeah, it's like no, cheesily edited. It, it's edited for a cheesy modern detective story i don't think they've yeah. ed- they've updated the editing style uh, since the show started which was like 2006 or whatever all right uh next up i've said this before the intro does genuinely slap i it, it sounds like the intro music to like 
a gnome entering on some kind of mechanical gorilla or something in some sort of fantasy novel. It sounds like, I, I don't know, somebody from Monty Python should be biking in in a purple jacket top hat and, like, the bike has flappy wings okay. or something. I don't know. Next, okay. the I know that falling downstairs is actually dangerous for a lot of people. But that was the softest death I've ever seen. Yeah, she, <laughs> she didn't hit her head that hard. Uh, it, it was just like, oh, bonk. The, I, I, it, this, I don't know if it was in slow motion or if the stunt actress was just kind of, if they were just kind of like, we can't afford a stunt actress. So just kind of like, take your time, pace yourself, make sure you've got enough purchase on each step. We'll just add the crunching sounds in post. And just make sure that when you slowly lie down at the bottom step, that you give a soft gas. Just a soft gas. Yeah, it was bad. And the worst part of it, last note, the worst part about all of this, everything I've just said right now sounds like something I would love. Every part of this is just kind of like, if I went to me two months ago and I said, guess what, Mac? There's a police procedural that takes place at the turn of the century where sometimes the main detective just pulls modern inventions out of his ass and everything is spoken with less chemistry than a high school dramatic production of, like, fucking... (laughs) Grease? I don't know. Hitler on the roof. (laughs) All three of those somehow mash together. (laughs) I would think... Oh, that sounds like a corny time, and I'm all for it. But no, it's bad, it's wooden, it's boring, and Canada should be oh, sorry. Okay, I think you should be sorry. Wow. Well, what a <laughs> silly joke that I made 15 minutes ago. Anyway, that's it. That's all my notes. All right. Proceed. My notes. Um, uh, my first note is, ugh, I would never stick my hand into an yeah. unknown liquid. Because... <laughs> yeah. Murdoch Especially not is on like, baby he's day. like, hmm, I know, here, something on the but floor. But also, like, maybe <laughs> I'm gonna put my hand to in figure it. out what it was really back then. I'm <laughs> just gonna splash in it a little bit and smell your fingers. Gross. <laughs> Ugh. Right? Do not I'm like... saying it's gross. <laughs> it is gross. <laughs> um, and LOL, Sheffield Wednesday, they made the same joke in Ted Lasso. And then I was also like, how many British or British yeah. adjacent, I guess, in Canada TV shows um, know about Sheffield Wednesday and make <laughs> a joke about it? Everyone's like, ha, ha, yeah. ha. Yeah. It's a funny joke. I think it's funny. Silly. Um, I thought Murdoch sounds um, exactly like Nathan Drake, Mac, yeah. and Katie. You know who I'm talking about. From Uncharted. I, the same voice. I can see that. But yeah, I was like, no Nathan inflection. Drake has feelings and emotions. It, it, right. Yeah, if you removed the emotions and got him on like a double dose of Ambien. Yeah, that's the sound <laughs> he would make. <laughs> Valium. That'd be... Valium. Um, and I thought Murdoch was a private detective. And I was like, why are they letting him in like the police everything? Um, and I thought it was, I thought the, so there's Mr. Mortimer, who's the manager and the owner is, um, Mr. Bruce, or maybe it's Thornton, Thornton Bruce. Bruce 
I think it's just Mr. Well, the Briggs. owner and the manager. I thought that the owner, the owner's secretary was the only other one who knew the code. So I thought the owner's secretary was the girl with the red hair because they kept bringing her back. Yeah. And um, I thought the owner was the one who stole everything. So they did get me with that. But I knew it was the lady with the red hair. Um, and I said that my last note is they can't just leave the baby there. They, the orphanage lady wouldn't be like. I feel like they should have at least processed uh, Oh, okay. Something. Yeah. You keep it. I know. I was going to say, I feel like even back then they would have had like a pro, like a process. Like, uh, I'm going gonna... to take. Yeah. Oh, she did say she was going to come she back with just leave the baby. Yeah, but she isn't like. I was you wondering keep the if baby it's because he's a while cop. I do the that they were just like, oh, cops are indel- infallible, so it's fine. Well, Maybe, he's an, but he's a baby orphan in the Victorian era. It was fifty-fifty whether he was going to the orphanage or a factory. Gross. Yeah, you mean yeah to work? Yeah. I know. I mean, you're not wrong, um, but that's bad. Um, but yeah, uh, what are y'all's stars and stabs? Do you want the PBS first? Okay. I guess how exciting it is. Um, I'm not counting the baby, but there is a baby. His name is Roland. He just googles and gagas, and I don't care. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't care about, care about no, no goo goo gaga. <laughs> he was very. He was really cute. In the I end. know. I was like, he does when have he, a like, name, and, and he does talk, and he's, he's really like, cute. Hey, hey. <laughs> what wow. an incredible it's probably the someone best on set felt something. <laughs> Oh, uh, you guys yes. are so sad. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> um. Okay. Anyway, there were okay. ten men and six women. So not great. Not the worst. I do feel if this had, uh, not been a baby day, which of course only women take the babies to the bank, obviously, then it would have been worse. But the fact that um, when they interview the th- the three people who were at the bank, they were all women, like. That kind of helped. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, what are your stars and stabs? I'm gonna be really sad. Um. Okay. Let's do stabs. I'd probably give it a four. Stars. Two and a half. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Five. Five I, I stabs. Mean- three stars. I'm sorry. Okay. I know they're they're doing their best, and I know I Canada don't think Canada. This I actually is just don't my even... opinion. It's my opinion. It. I think it's just like part of Canada, if that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, not all parts of Canada are good, Katie. Tell no. you what. Tell you really what, not. I look forward to listening to the Canadian version oh, of us bad mouthing the closer. And I, I know. I will also oh, bad mouth. Yeah, the closer <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> wait my all right stabs um so five okay l- wait anachronisms aside i'm going with six because it was a complicated mystery but it does make sense by the end so if we're talking discount the anachronisms I'm all going right with six uh stars i'm saying four because i like i said i hate that i'm defending it when i don't even like it all that much but I do have, I have watched it as a background show and it's sometimes fun to look up and be like, what is he doing? Who is he meeting? What is happening? 
and then watch it for three minutes and then that's fun to be like wow i haven't cared enough up to this point to remember what because then all of a sudden like i don't know like the prime minister shows up and everyone in canada is like oh my gosh and i'm like this is clearly the equivalent to like woodrow wilson showing up but like no one i'm not canadian so i don't know any prime minister probably at all (laughs) true okay justin trudeau maddie what's yours um, I would say stabs, like they did make a thing that kind of made sense. So I would say six and then stars, I would say three, yeah. three to four, 3.5, somewhere in there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, everybody. Yeah. 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 Um, so next time we are going to watch. Ooh. 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 Oh my god, drum roll. Oh no, that's gonna sound terrible. It's on another page. Okay, we're watching Columbo. Um, season three, episode one. Lovely but lethal. Yeah. So be there or be square. And um, if you want to know when to be there and be square if it's not the normal time, you can find us on Twitter, mostly murder pod. And if you want to email us, mostly murder, but sometimes not at gmail.com. And our website is mostly murder, but sometimes not <laughs> at gmail. No, not at gmail. Minus the gmail, just a dot com. Um, and there's an Instagram, mostly murder pod. Yeah. So we're across the um, social media spectrum. Find yeah. us out there. We're not on um, Facebook. Facebook's ruined. America. Yes. Um, everyone agrees, and we're gonna say goodbye. Sorry, Canada. Natty's okay. done. <laughs> Sorry, goodbye Canada. forever. Sorry, Canada. <laughs> okay. Oh man. Cool steampunk outro. <laughs> <laughs>